0: Hey everybody, it's Christina Caramo and welcome to It's Solid Food for the Kingdom of Heaven. That's what we're going to talk about. As this year's political election cycle is coming to a close, and all the chaos and nerves and tensions that are going on, we cannot forget what is most important. Oftentimes when I post articles or content lamenting about liberals, I get tons of likes and comments and shares. But then when I get into the nuance of scripture, where I hope really lies, it gets less traction. Now, I'm not upset. I'm not bothered. It's not like my feelings are hurt. That's not where I'm getting at. But what I am getting at is that that reveals to me that sometimes we're so focused on what's happening in this world where we forget the most important one. All right, I'm Christina Grommel, and now it's time for some solid food. on the Food, where we discuss all things in Christian apologetics, culture, and politics. So as I mentioned in the opening, that I feel as though, and this is just going to be an episode from the heart, because I feel so many people are so consumed with politics that they don't take as much of that same passion to our focus on the most important kingdom. Let me explain. Now you guys know how I get down. I am unapologetically conservative. You know that. Anybody who knows me know that. I mean and BT dubs. BT dubs. This shirt here, if you guys like it, is from one of my classmates. Him and his wife adopted a baby. And what's really such a beautiful thing is that um the you know some couples use in, in vitro or IVF or what have you. And sometimes there's more eggs took if you will that are they're fertilized than the couple really wants well this couple a particular couple didn't want to destroy they didn't want to destroy the fetus or the embryo or what have you so my classmate one of my from Viola, he's a pastor him and his wife adopted one of the embryos if you will so she literally had the embryo implanted in her and they're carrying the baby to term and they're raising you know they adopt the baby so these shirts they sold as a fundraiser and I think they're really cool shirts they look really nice here and um they sold the shirts as a fundraiser and when the I shared it on my page so when it comes around again I will definitely let you guys know and please support what they're doing by the way. So I'll definitely send some info on that when it comes back around. But nevertheless, nevertheless, so my point is, as you guys know, and I'm even mentioning the shirt because you guys know I'm very active in politics. I am. This is what I do. I breathe politics. It's so important to me. Why is politics so important to me? Because it deals with this life on two things. It deals with how our lives on this earth are impacted. You know, nothing in your earthly life is not impacted by politics. Everything in your earthly life is heavily, everything about your earthly life is heavily impacted by politics. Okay, where you can live, what you can say, what you can't say, what you can do, what you can't do, everything. All right? So with that being said, it behooves us to take great interest in what's happening politically. But as you see, even from this shirt I have, they are ways raising awareness about the how unethical it is to destroy embryos. And a lot of people are like, oh, who cares? And yeah, of course a society who believes in abortion until birth is going to really not care about embryos, but we care. God cares. So it's really important that we value all human beings, no matter how small, no matter how small, no matter how tiny, all human beings have inherent intrinsic value because they were made in the likeness and image of God. So with that being said, it is important that I as a Christian represent God in all aspects, all aspects of society, including government. And when you have politicians who are lobbying to kill innocent children, then I as a Christian must speak up. It is my duty. I was talking to a friend of mine and he was telling me that during a slavery, only about 10 percent of pastors actually would speak up fiercely against slavery from the pulpits, are like 10%. And look what they were able to accomplish. So that means even less. Look at our society. Would you really say that 10% of America's pastors are rebuking our wicked culture? I don't think so. I do not think so. And it's really important. So we as Christians have to stand up because children are being murdered. What is more important than human life? Human life, I mean... Uh, next, after Adam and Eve rebelled against God, as far as the the fall of man, the next sin we see in Scripture is murder. Murder is serious, so when you have people who are legalizing murder, it it, it it's, it's disgusting, and so we must speak up. But we also see the rampant sexual depravity that's being advocated for in society where it's celebrated, it's encouraged. Now we have Joe Biden saying it's a good idea if an 8, 10-year-old kid want to be transgender. That is grotesque. We're talking about 8-year-olds getting cross-sex hormones and puberty blockers. This is what these people are up to. So, yes, and, and, this, and this is a salvific issue. Now, you might say, how is this a salvific issue? Because you are taking small children and encouraging them to live in sexual rebellion. Rebellion is rebellion. And as I've done many times, and it's I don't understand these people who act like sexual sin is okay. They are agents of the devil. And I always say they're agents of the devil whether they know it or not because the word of God is clear. It is clear that I mean like I said Romans 1, 2 Corinthians 6, Galatians, 2 Timothy you can read it all throughout the New Testament over and over again. You even read it like in Ezekiel 33, where God says, it's his, he, he truly hopes that the wicked will turn from their ways. You have to turn from wickedness, you have to, or you would not inherit the kingdom of God. You will not spend eternity with God if you die in unrepented sin. That is just the way it goes. Scripture is clear. So when we have a society that's taking small children and trying to basically indoctrinate them into this call of sexual brokenness, now you're, you're helping children go to hell. You're helping people go to hell. So how is this not a massive issue in the body of Christ? I mean, what is our objective as Christians? We got one job. We got one. Holy Spirit, come on, help me. We got one job in our capacity of as ambassadors for Christ. We got one job, and that is to warn as many people about hell. That's it. That's it. And we can talk about all this other stuff, but if we ain't talking about hell, you ain't saying nothing. Jesus talked more about hell than heaven. I'm going to get the exact number. In fact, next episode, I'm going to try my best. I don't want to make any promises, but I'm going to try my best to get the number count. He talked more about hell than heaven. I could right now, in the middle of this episode, drop dead. Boom. Just like that. It's very possible. Life is fragile. I could totally just drop dead right now. No more Christina. Bye-bye. But it wouldn't really be no more Christina. I would just exist elsewhere. You see what I'm saying? I would still be, a, I, I would be physically dead, but my soul lives on. And so do you want the soul of this person to live on with God or apart from God? And the answer is, if you wanted to be with God, then there's no way in the world you can back politicians who advocate for sexual brokenness in the public square. Kamala Harris support legal and prostitution. Are we going to have, what, uh, uh, job day, career day? we going to have hookers at career day? Is that really what you want for America, for your child? Would you want your daughter to be a prostitute? I know not mine. Not, not my daughter. And that's what I'm saying. So when you have politicians advocating debauchery and just sheer wickedness, we as Christians have a moral obligation to speak up. As you see, if you look at what happened with Israel in the Old Testament and scripture, they were being rebuked for sexual immorality, child sacrifice, and violence, and also abuse of the poor. That's what they were being rebuked for. But more so were them going after other gods, engaging in paganism, engaging in wickedness. Folks, come on, Holy Ghost, help me now. It's the reason why the church is Satan. Backs the Democratic Party. It's the reason why. The the satanic temple. Backs the Democratic Party. Folks. The fact that the devil's people. Are backing these folks. That should be clear indication of where they stand. Clear indication. Let me say that one more time. The fact that the church of Satan. And the satanic temple. Are backing Democrats. Should be your clear indication. Of where they stand. That's clear. Patently clear. With all that being said. With all that being said. We cannot lose sight. We cannot lose sight. Of the most important kingdom. Which is that of God. We can't lose sight of that. Why, is, why am I sinning? All my passion, all my frustration. You guys, even from the economic policies, I feel the economic policies left are terrible. And that's not why I want to go on this episode because that's not what it's about. That's about, important, but that's not what I'm, my my thesis, if you will, my objective of the episode. My objective is to say that we as Christians can't down on the side of the most important kingdom is the kingdom of heaven. That's where our hope lies. That's where our comfort lies. That's where our joy lies in God and we must make sure that even in our zeal for political activism we cannot miss that our goal is to ultimately bring people people to Jesus and so we must make sure and I have been guilty of this myself that I'm not slacking in my Christian witness by explaining the absurdity of liberal policies and their supporters I cannot I have to be careful that I don't hurt my Christian witness. By calling out the sheer stupidity and hypocrisy of the comments of people saying that they're going to back a politician who is endorsing such depravity that I call them stupid. Because I I can say that 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 was a dumb action or that was unsafe or that was stupid or that was foolish. But I don't need to call people names. Okay. Um, I don't need to not walk in love and be angry at people. I don't need to get to the point where I forget what's happening to Christians in other parts of the world. Because politics is really a means to an end. The end is Jesus himself. Now, I'm not saying politics is a means to an end to Jesus. Please do not twist my words. That is not what I'm saying. That is not what I'm saying. I'm not saying politics is a salvific issue. Don't twist my words. Do not twist my words. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is politics is a means to an end in this life. Okay? But the ultimate end is Jesus, which means that our focus has to be on that. You see, our focus has to be on him. And what happens is when we lose our focus on Jesus and it starts shifting purely political, and we're just so focused on politics, it's easy to walk in unlove and unforgiveness. It's easy to walk in anger and those are sins. Um, it's easy to become hateful. Um, because there was a point in my life where I had a bit of a chip on my shoulder. I had a chip on my shoulder and I was really angry at liberals. But like I just couldn't even I couldn't even oh my god, I just couldn't. I just felt like they were just the biggest dummies on planet earth and they were just they were just horrible people all the way around. I mean, I just I just couldn't stand them. And, and the reason why I felt so angry is because, you know, I, one of my issues is abortion. I'm really passionate about. And I just felt like if you support abortion, I just can't really look at you the same. And in some regards, that is true a little bit still, but I've learned to... Tailor that and still walking in love and compassion for the person because ultimately sin is grieves God no matter what the sin is, though that sin is significantly worse, shall we say. But I still have to walk in love and forgiveness towards the people, even if they support it. That doesn't change how hard I fight against abortion. That doesn't change how fierce I speak out about it. But I can't be unloving to people because they support abortion. And that's really important. That's really important. And I think that that's important. And we can't be unloving, because I mean, I just felt like if, if I mean, me sitting there with a person to support abortion is really no different than me sitting here and hanging out with like a dog on Ted Bundy. And on some level, it's kind of true. But then it makes you realize how fallible all humans are, and how we must have. Forgiveness for all, no matter what they've done in life. And so that's really important. That's really important. And we can't lose sight of our job, which is to bring people to Jesus and which is to love people. And when we make his business first, it helps us be more loving to those we vehemently disagree with. And even those we feel are engaging in unbridled wickedness it also helps us have compassion for people who are engaging in unbridled wickedness. You know, sometimes when they people see like the people at like the pride parades and things, and, you know, I see people make disparaging comments about the individuals. I would make disparaging comments about the behavior, but not the individuals, because our capacity for sin is grave, And maybe that's not a particular sin that you struggle with, but you have you are not perfect and you have other sins that you do struggle with and i feel that sometimes when we get too caught up in the political component um that we lose sight for the love we should have for people who struggle with these sins cuz they're being lied to that doesn't mean you don't call it out any less fiercely that doesn't mean you don't lobby for politicians who honor the God's design for the human family, because we're not just talking about same-sex relationships; we're talking about our, a whole host of topics now. Um, we gotta have compassion for these people. We gotta love them still, all the same. But when we that only happens when we remember what the ultimate end is, which is Jesus. Because the ultimate end isn't defeating people in the polls. The ultimate end is bringing them to Christ. And the truth of the matter is necessarily the more people who follow Christ as they should, necessarily a lot of the political problems we have will actually work themselves out. Seriously. Because if you had a bunch of people who, a bunch of Christians who basically rum shot it, if you will, the Democratic Party and many of the stuff that they advocate for, it wouldn't be there anymore. We will be more so debating about certain economic policies and certain nuances regarding to that, but it would just really kind of be economic differences and maybe how to best you know implement education and stuff like that. It would be like economics, education and maybe some defense policies, stuff like that. But a lot of these social issues, they wouldn't be because these would largely be followers of Jesus Christ, and which would necessarily kind of tamper down some of the political rhetoric. That we have, and so, um, and I just read with the disagreement, so my point is in this is kind of a shorter episode today, because i I really had a really short message that I just want Christians to understand that we can't lose sight of what's important because all the other issues in society would necessarily work itself out if more people were following christ That's the root cause of all the issues. So I can want to beat somebody over the head with the stick about how Marxism is evil. And I don't mean a literal stick, I'm talking about figuratively. And I do, and I continue to I will continue to vehemently speak out against Marxism and all these other wicked policies that are being pushed by the left. But that can never allow me to lose sight of what my objective is, which is to bring people to bring people to Christ. Because their eternal souls. Is what's most important, not them voting right. Because in reality, it will be expressed in other areas of our lives when we follow Jesus Christ. We don't, you know, the left wants Christians to keep our faith private. Why? and it's crazy because Christians have bought into this life that we should keep our faith private while everybody else can live their faith in the public square. Because a lack of faith in God is still faith. You have faith that there's nothing, there's nobody there. So the secularists, they are like, hey, only our worldview is allowed in the public square. You guys go over there. Why do we buy into that lie? We literally bought into a lie that we have to live our faith, live, or live our lives, in quiet, and we're not welcome in the public square. That must stop. We are to bring our faith with us everywhere we go. God is to be involved in every decision we make, from how we act, to the words we say, to how we fix ourselves, to how we eat, all kinds of stuff. We need to consider what God wants to do in every regard. So necessarily, that would be also reflected in how we vote, what policies we advocate for. All of that will be reflected in that necessarily. So my point is, is that ultimately, we have to focus on what God wants us to focus on. And that's people's eternal soul. Politics is secondary to that. No matter how passionate we get in our political opinions, and know how, how how fiercely we're going to fight this next these next ten days, especially us to get President Trump reelected. That is not the most important thing. The most important thing is the kingdom of God. And if you vote right, but you're still on your way to hell, that's still a loss. That's a loss. This world is temporal. It's going to pass through. It's going to go away one day. And what is still standing will be the kingdom of God. And ultimately, that is all that really matters, folks. All right. Thank you for tuning in to this short episode of the Christina Karamo Project. I had just a brief message that I wanted to get out because I know there's so much going on in the world. And there's so much to talk about. But you cannot lose sight of, 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 of what's important. You cannot lose sight of... W- of what the real fight is here and that is for people's souls and I'm gonna say this really quick politics is just an extension of that it's an extension of the agenda to either a let me say agenda but a mechanism to either pull people to or away from God and when you have politicians who want to advocate godlessness. You have politicians who want to make it difficult for Christians to spread the word. That is very important. But the more people in positions of power and influence in just every sphere of society, I mean, even a mechanic, you know, you may think that the religious beliefs of a mechanic aren't important, but they are. If he is a man who is sold out for Jesus Christ, he's going to be honest. He's going to give fair prices. He's going to give his best work. So even in a field where you think it it really doesn't matter, it actually does matter. Maybe he'll be sensitive to the Holy Spirit who may prompt him to check this out. Maybe the customer came in for this problem, but they really have a problem with their brake line that is urgent and could cause an accident. And maybe the Holy Spirit prompted him to check this and he saved somebody's life. So, I mean, there's no... Space. There's no area in society where your faith doesn't matter. It always matters. And so it it benefits the individual and society as a whole, the more people we have sold out for Jesus Christ. But our primary concern cannot be the society. It must be the spiritual condition of each of the members of society. So thank you again for ch- checking into It's Solid Food. I will see you all on Monday. And you can check out my website, ww.christinaCaramo.com. It's not a lot going on right now. It's under construction. Still kind of working on that. But you can check out my YouTube and my Facebook at the Christina Caramo Project. You can also check me out on Instagram at Karama the Great. There's Karamo the G R and the number eight. And remember to be brave and bold because the gospel of Jesus Christ must be told. Toodles.